Welcome to the CE Pro Podcast. I'm Executive Editor Arlen Schweiger. You know, the networking category is certainly an area of constant change that generates lots of questions. For example, what does Wi-Fi 6 mean for the custom installers? How will 5G cellular affect the deployment of home networks? Did the SNAP-1 acquisition of Access Networks affect Access Networks' long-standing relationship with Ruckus, which supplies the company's enterprise-grade networking gear? Lastly, how about the spike in home networking? Will deployments continue post-pandemic at the same rate they're doing today? CE Pro Editor Jason Knott sat down with Comscope's Bart Giordano, Senior Vice President of Global Sales for Ruckus, to get answers to these questions and more. As always, be sure to subscribe to CE Pro's YouTube channel and hit that like button on our videos, or subscribe to the CE Pro podcast on Apple and Spotify and leave a review. Hi, Jason Knott with CE Pro, and I am excited to be joined today by Bart Giordano, Senior VP at Ruckus Global Sales at Comscope. Hi, Bart. Hi, Jason. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for being here. You know, there's a lot that's been happening in the networking category. You know, during the pandemic, we saw at the professional installation level for CE Pros, a 200% increase in home network deployments. So this has become such a key category. We know it's the engine that drives the smart home. And obviously, Ruckus is one of the integral players in that. So I'm glad you're here today to talk to me about a little bit what's going on with with Ruckus and and what integrators can expect from the company. Yeah, me too. It's an exciting time for the industry, certainly. Yeah. So tell us, uh, just to kick off, tell us a little bit of the history of Comscope and Ruckus. You bet. Well, um, you know, Ruckus is a, a networking business that's been around around 15 years and uh, through a series of acquisitions ended up at, at Comscope. Comscope has a little bit longer history in the uh, connectivity infrastructure space going back almost 40 years and it's a leader in their industry. And the combination of the two companies is is really exciting because, you know, one of the few businesses in the world that brings everything in need uh, from the physical infrastructure in a, a campus or, or venue network all the way out to the wired and, and wireless, both licensed and unlicensed spectrum uh, technology. So the, the combination is very unique in, in, in the industry. And I think particularly for uh, the custom home AV space, uh, we have a lot to offer. Yeah. So I mentioned this dramatic increase that happened during the pandemic at the home networking space. Where do you foresee the category going? Is it is it peaked out there or do you just consider this the tip of the iceberg and people have now realized they have to have, you know, uh, enterprise grade networks in their homes? I think one of the things we realized in the era of of distance learning and remote work is um, we took for granted a little bit in the home that that good enough Wi-Fi uh, could cut it. And suddenly, um, you know, we're faced with these new use cases around concurrent video streams coupled with, um, you know, trends that were already um, uh, happening in the space towards a lot more devices uh, connecting not only user devices, but a lot of things on the network that was straining capacity. And now we layered on these new use cases around bulk data transfer and and concurrent real-time voice and video um, that I think really exposed a lot of of networks and um, showed us all that there is room for what we like to term enterprise home networking in the space. So um, I don't think it's peaked out by by any means. Um, Certainly, um, 
you know, whether it's remote work or, or flexible work, I think the, the, the fact that people are going to be having these type of experiences on their home network is going to persist. Um, you know, I'd like to think that, that children are going to get back into the classrooms full time next year, but we don't know, right? And I think there may be uh, flexible learning uh, opportunities that, that persist as well. Um, so there is going to continue to be, I think, uh, a, a strong demand for these types of, of solutions in the home. And uh, we're really excited about the opportunity that it brings. Yeah, an integrator was telling me the other day that, you know, he can't ex- imagine after we've done a year and a half of, of having these video calls, that people are going to be satisfied going back to just plain old phone calls anymore. Right. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, I think many different companies had different cultures. I know our company did not have a strong culture of, of video conferencing uh, for most meetings prior to this. And now you take it for granted. I mean, every meeting is automatically scheduled with video. Um, you have, um, you know, some folks that may come back to the office and be there live. I know in the case of the team that I manage, none of us even live in the same time zone, right? So, so connecting uh, real time via via video is is the way we we meet as a team and and do business. So I think you're right. I think there's been a, a cultural change um, in in a lot of businesses and a lot of institutions where um, you know video is now the norm, and um, obviously that has implications on how you think about designing for capacity and reliability in your network because you're trying to replicate the richness of a live experience through this medium. And the resiliency and reliability of your network really indicates whether or not you can accomplish something that approximates a live experience. So I wanted to ask you about some some big news that happened in the custom installation space a, a while back, and that was the acquisition of Access Networks by Snap AV. And obviously, uh, Access Networks has been a longtime partner of Ruckus. Did that acquisition, do you see that changing the relationship in any way or affecting it? Well, it's, it's really exciting. Um, we've, we've enjoyed a, a long-time partnership with, with Access Networks. It's a very unique partnership. You know, Ruckus, um, as a networking business, broadly serves the enterprise, and the relationship with, with Access Networks allowed us to bring uniquely differentiated technology into the, the custom home AV environment. So that, that's been a, a big benefit for us. And uh, to the extent that it, it changes the relationship, I think it only expands it, right? Um, certainly with, with Snap AV, they saw a lot of value in what we did with, with Access and um, they bring a much broader reach into the market. So we couldn't be more excited about bringing Ruckus and, and with the, the Access brand to you know, what is really a global network of, of, of dealers that go in and serve this, this market. And um, it, it's very positive from our perspective. One of the big advancements that's happened in the networking space uh, recently has been Wi-Fi 6. Tell us what you think the effect of Wi-Fi 6 is going to be on the smart home market in terms of broadening the number of devices or the speed or, or what's, gonna, what's it ultimately going to do to help integrators out there? You bet. I think, um, you know, I'll date myself a little bit here, but I go back to the days of uh, Wi-Fi 11B, right? And uh, with each subsequent um, uh, technology transition in the Wi-Fi space, there was really a, a focus on, on more speed, right? More bandwidth. That was the primary impetus from moving from 11B to 11N and 11AC and 11AC Wave 2. 
Um, we've uh, we've matured as an industry, certainly, right? And and we've got away from these esoteric sort of uh, standard names. And I think we've got something more sane now with Wi-Fi 5 and, and Wi-Fi 6 and, and so forth. Um, but Wi-Fi 6 is almost a, a watershed uh, moment in, in the industry where instead of being um, exclusively focused on more speeds and feeds, um, in, in the case of Wi-Fi 6, there's big advantages in terms of capacity, right? And, and the efficient use of, of spectrum um, to enable more capacity in our Wi-Fi networks and more density. And, you know, if you think about the, the market trends and forces that we just described, right, it couldn't come at a better time. More devices coming on the network, more taxing applications running over those devices. So the big benefit for home users with Wi-Fi 6, is you're going to have more capacity for the same number of, of network nodes. You'll be able to um, add, add more devices um, uh, confidently to your network, whether those are user devices, um, either, you know, traditional uh, computing devices or mobile devices doing voice and, and, and video and streaming applications or a whole new range of IoT devices. I know um, in our home, you know, as, as we um, obviously all of the users in our home have their, their own suite of devices. It's gone from maybe uh, two or three a few years ago to with the advent of wearables and things, um, you know, a sing individual user may have four, five, six different Wi-Fi devices that come on the network. And now with the trends in, in IoT, literally dozens of, of sensors and uh, other types of uh, IoT products that, that are coming on the network. So more capacity, um, more reliability and performance for the same uh, number of network elements is, is really the benefit that Wi-Fi 6 will bring. So one of the difficulties in the custom installation space is that integrators will sometimes glaze over the eyes of their customers by talking at, at, the, at a tech level about whatever the technology is that they're bringing to bear. How should they communicate uh, the benefits of Wi-Fi 6 in, in a simple, uh, effective manner to their customers? Well, I think we can all draw on the personal experiences we've had over the last year. Um, as I think about my own experience, I went from, um, you know, the occasional streaming movie, um, the occasional, um, you know, phone call that I would, I would take when, when home for, for work. Um, my, my children certainly never uh, did any remote learning from home to suddenly uh, four or five concurrent Zoom uh, uh, video calls um, that uh, really stressed the network, more devices coming into the network. The schools were sending devices home um, uh, with the children, right, to, to facilitate uh, uh, distance learning. And uh, given that, I, I think we can all relate to the challenges that that, that placed on, on many networks. And so as a dealer is out talking about the benefits and, and value of, of making this, this technology transition to, to Wi-Fi 6 and upgrading the capability and capacity of the home network with, with enterprise-grade solutions, I think the best way to do it is to just talk about the improvement in the user experience, particularly at those times when um, you have concurrent use of the network for those applications that we find demanding, but in order to be productive at work or to be effective in, in, in distance learning, you, you must have. And um, that, that's, our, that, that's how we think about delivering value to our customers. It, it's through the experience that the quality of the, the network will elicit. 
So one last area I wanted to touch on is regarding 5G. So we, we hear this from the, the cellular companies that, uh, and we see devices at CES, for example, uh, that are uh, security cameras, for example, that are you know, bypassing the network and going using just cellular communication. And you hear this um, argument about obsolescence all the time in the industry, um, whether it's wireless versus hardwired, and in this case, 5G in the network. Is 5G, you know, let's kind of talk about some of these myths that might be out there that 5G is not going to make the home network some sort of obsolete antique device or or unnecessary item in the home. What is going to be the future of the home network as 5G becomes on board? Yeah, I always laugh at those predictions, right? I think um, people that make those predictions predictions perhaps misunderstand the differences in in the technologies. Fundamentally, and it's in the name, Wi-Fi is a wireless LAN solution, right, for local area networking. Whereas we think of cellular technologies today as primarily uh, enabling WAN connectivity, right, over the wide area network. And um, if you view it through that lens, right, you can see that there's use cases and applications for, for both technologies, right? It's unlikely today um, that a lot of the Wi-Fi use cases in your house, whether that be um, streaming content locally um, or other, you know, peer-to-peer connectivity in the home, uh, are going to be supplanted by 5G. However, as you pointed out, um, enabling um, some of these these devices with um, uh, cellular connectivity gives you additional flexibility in case you need to deploy those where you do not have uh, Wi-Fi coverage somewhere on, on a property or, or in a remote area, or for providing uh, broadband connectivity where traditional fixed wireless broadband is not available, right? I think one of the things that, that um, the events of the last year exposed is the fact that, you know, um, the, the broadband connectivity that you and I and, and many others take for granted is not broadly available to everybody uh, in rural areas or even in some uh, urban areas uh, across the U.S. and, um, you know, applying uh, cellular broadband technology to what we call this fixed wireless access use case uh, can really benefit home users. So, um, you know, our, our thought is that, that these are two fantastic technologies that will continue to persist and grow long into the future. And when applied um, toward uh, those use cases that are best served by, by uh, each technology, you can bring a lot of benefits to, to the home user. But at the end of the day, um, you know, Wi-Fi is ubiquitous. It is pervasive. It is on nearly every uh, electronic device that you buy today. And the attach rates are, are much higher than uh, what you see with, with cellular connectivity. And we don't expect that to change anytime soon. So um, the, the predictions around the demise of, of Wi-Fi are, are uh, certainly uh, overstated uh, at best. And um, we, we see valuable use cases for both 5G and Wi-Fi in the home uh, into the uh, into the future. All right, some good points there, great information. Bart Giordano of Ruckus, thanks for joining us today. You bet, Jason, thanks so much for your time.